I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I hope your week has been amazing. Uh, We had Go Conference this past week, which is always a week I look forward to at our church. Um, We've had it for many, 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 many years, and um, it's just kind of a week-long conference, a lot of stuff going on in the mornings and the evenings, and it's a time where we invite missionaries to our church, and we spend time with them, and we learn uh, just what God's doing in their lives, and then we challenge ourselves, or they challenge us, or um, just the leaders of our church as well challenge us to just examine our own lives and see that God has called all of us to go and make disciples of all nations and really just taking an inventory of our own lives, checking the pulse of what we're doing. And if we are just kind of in that stagnant attitude lifestyle of saying, hey, yeah, send somebody else. Look at these great missionaries. You're doing awesome. While I am not doing any of that at my house because I'm just, you know, uh, supporting you to go do that and, for me instead of doing what God has called me to do as well. And since we are all called to do that, that's the great commission for us all to go and make disciples of all nations. So it's just kind of a neat time to really focus in on what God has called us all to do, to challenge each other. And I want to say it was about seven years ago, and I've shared uh, this in this podcast before, where I used to be super bitter at these missions conference because I'm like, I'm just a woman. And, um, you know, at the time, uh, my husband was just on a different journey than I was. And I was just like, I guess I'll just sit here and rot, you know, and um, and just got really uh, kind of grief, grief, I grieved it a little bit. Um, and then God was like, hey, you know, you got the wrong attitude of what this actually is. And, um, you know, I've called you, each individual who has accepted Christ, to go and make disciples of all nations. So what are you doing where you live? And I was like, nothing, (laughs) a whole lot of nothing. And what I did was I decided to be discontent in where God had placed me and decided to focus on things that God was not trying to have me focus on. And then that's usually how we end up getting a resentful and bitter heart is that we are either wanting things that we don't have or we're angry about the place that we're in, whatever the case may be. So God really has done a work in my life um, and I've tried to do things to Uh, reach out to my neighbors in my community and really try to be intentional um, because I love God and um, because he loves me he's you know made me love other people and you know just want all these things to uh, to come together right so uh, I just I love getting to know these missionaries they're all really super sweet Uh, you can definitely see the fruit in their lives and I don't know if y'all remember but last year uh, some people from our church took a mission trip and we Also visited a church that we support down there in Monterey, Mexico, and we got to meet some really cool people. And in our missions conference this year, um, four of those people that we met, uh, Joel and Sandy Carmona, Amin and Sori Rodriguez came uh, for our GO conference because out of, see if you can follow this, so out of the Monterey, Mexico church um, that we support, they are sending out... um, a missionary team to Spain to plant a church there. So it's 
the church that we support that's giving fruit that's going over to Spain. And it's just super, super cool. Um, so this past, I don't know, maybe it was two Sundays ago, Hoel gave a, um, I guess it was a Sunday school lesson. Might as well have been like a big church sermon lesson. It was so powerful and it was so good and full of weight. And I was like, just how he was talking, he was talking about the glory of God. Um, he was saying like, you know, people ask me like, why are we going to do this? Like, what are we doing? You know, why are we doing this? And he just talked about the glory of God and the tribute that he gave God. I mean, it felt like, like we were in a castle next to the throne of God and, um, and he was just giving, uh, reverence and, um, glory and praise to the Lord about all this stuff. And I was like, man, that, um, is how we should all be. That should be our heart's focus. And so some of the verses he read was out of Isaiah. Uh, So this is Isaiah 6, verses 3 through 8. It says, In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin is purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. I, ah, I I don't know, y'all. Like, sometimes when you read the Bible, you can just feel so tuned out or even jaded sometimes you hear verses over and over and you're like okay you know treat others as you want to be treated and for God to love the world and you know all these things that we just take for granted because we know it so well um but you know when I'm I'm hearing these verses and I've read this several times before and you know you just feel like man I am so unworthy and he is so holy and he is so good and he is so worthy obviously I mean he's the king of kings and the fact that Hoel was talking about you know himself and the the Spain team and um, that they are going because of the glory of the Lord we do everything for the glory of the Lord we're not talking about you know every little thing of like, why should I do this? And, you know, maybe I should think about this. And, well, have you considered this? Because maybe this isn't a good idea. And maybe I'll put that off for another five years. He's just like, what? what is going to glorify God? If this glorifies God, this is what he's calling me to do. I will do it because I want to glorify him. And I wish y'all were there. He like said it so much better. Um, And like I said, it was just such a great tribute to the Lord and who he is and what his character is and like just how um, small we make God sometimes. So the way that Hoel was talking was like, oh, yeah, you know, we serve a big God who is the king of all. Um, And it just made me like really excited 
about the Lord. And then also, um, you know, just full of reverence as we should be, but sometimes we forget to be because we're like dumb little kids sometimes. All right. So Revelation 4, 8 through 11, and the four beasts had each of them six wings about him and they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night saying, holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and 20 elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that live forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying thou art worthy O lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created so i think you know like i said we get so distracted we think about our own godly ideas and the good things that we can be busy doing and um you know what the christian thing is uh but like just really not thinking so much about the do's and the don'ts, you know, and the list of, you know, check boxes, like just thinking about how um, worthy God is and how everything was created for him, for his pleasure, right? And that if he's calling us to do something, I mean, just like if we were a peasant, which he has not made us peasants, um, but if we were like a peasant in a kingdom and the king called you and you went before his throne and he's like, hey, you know, go out and do this thing in this field. You'd be like, absolutely. Like, who am I? I am nothing. Um, but just how much more God is. And um, I think when we ask ourselves, you know, is this a worthy cause? Is this worth my time? A lot of times we weigh things and um, kind of get distracted about what the point of it all is. And the point is God and, um, and his glory and just paying tribute to him, giving him honor, uh, which I think, you know, obviously if you don't believe in God and you don't know Jesus as your savior, you're like, that's crazy. <laughs> you sound like a crazy person, which, yeah, you know, if you're not a Christ follower, you're not going to be interested in following Christ. That does not make sense to you. But I think a lot of times in America and maybe, you know, even the world is that even those that claim to be Christ followers rarely really follow Christ. And what did Christ do when he was here on this earth? But he did his father's will and he gave his father glory and he all the things that he did was to uh, reconcile man with God and so us here on this earth as Christ's followers are we working to help reconcile man with God by letting them know who Jesus is um, and how he died for their sins and giving God glory in that way or do we get just so busy with our stuff you know and a lot of times we, we're like, well, we're doing good things. We're working in a soup kitchen. We are, you know, giving clothes to the needy. We're doing these good things. And yeah, sure, they're good things. God has called us to love people. But sometimes we think that's enough. And that's not really um, going all the way with what we're called to do, which is to give glory to God and uh, make disciples of all nations by bringing the gospel to others. Um, okay. Revelation five twelve. it says saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. I like reading these verses. I get so excited about it because it just 
talks about how big God is. We make him so small, you know, we like, we want to make him so relatable. I mean, and he was in a sense because he came down as man and earth, you know, and, and went through all the things that we did, um, and still remain perfect. But we just often forget how big he is and how we should be filled with awe and fear. Um, because, you know, he's God, he's King of all, right? Um, and then I wanted to read a couple more verses just to drive the point home of like, you know, just our focus, uh, Matthew 10, 37 through 39, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and falleth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. A lot of times you're going to read things out of the Bible and you're going to be like, that sounds crazy. Because God's wisdom is not man's wisdom. It makes no sense to the human mind. Um, but you know, if you follow Christ, you know that we have to leave everything behind um, to follow him. And if we're willing to let go of our life and our earthly kingdom and want to build things up here, um, we're going to find our life in him. And there's just no more, no greater joy um, and no more purpose than that um, to, to live for your creator for the things that he created you to do. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the uni unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. So if we're called to walk worthy of the vocation, and he's saying in Matthew that we need to take our cross and, you know, uh, forsake everything to follow him, well, that's where we need to be walking worthy of, right? I think a lot of times we idolize maybe missionaries and pastors and people like that because we're like, wow, you really live for God, you know? Um, and we kind of uh, just put them on a pedestal, not really realizing that that's how we're supposed to be looking as well. Um, we admire them and probably put them on a pedestal because you can see the fruit in their lives. Hopefully if they're living, you know, according to the Bible and actually walking after Christ. Um, but you look and you say like, wow, you've devoted your life to God. You know, you're wanting to go and, and share the gospel and, um, help reconcile people's relationships with the Lord, um, by telling them about Jesus. And, and like I said, that's, that's actually what we're supposed to be doing too. Um, so we don't have to act like they're in a land far away, um, because, you know, God called us to do that too. Um, we just think that, you know, they look a whole lot better because they're actually fulfilling what God called, called them to do. <laughs> and so again, like that's what we're called to do as well. Um, and then I wanted to read Colossians chapter one. Uh, it's a lot of verses. It's nine through 17. Um, but just just listen to what God's word says and then just kind of contemplate on like, you know, who you are, who God is and what he's called you to be. And then just kind of take inventory in your heart right now as you're listening to these verses um, and just check the pulse in your own life to say like, am I really following Christ like this? 
Um, am I glorifying him as he's called me to? So uh, verse nine starts, it says, for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye may, might walk worthy of the Lord and to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power and to all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son and whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him, all things consist. So looking at those verses, you know, all these things that are listed um, where it's talking about uh, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthen with all might, all these things, patience, long suffering with joyfulness, all these things can only be accomplished through his spirit. So you have to have Jesus in your heart first <laughs> as your savior. But the other is uh, to be living in the spirit because you can still have accepted Christ as your savior, but you're living in your flesh. So you're going to produce things of your flesh, which are not going to look like the spirit at all. They're going to be contrary and it's going to be a lot of, um, rotten fruit actually. <laughs> so there's not going to be any of these things. So only, only the spirit, only God within you can produce these things. So don't get discouraged thinking like, oh, I'm never going to do all that. It's the Lord that does it within you. But where it talks about, um, in verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and are in earth, visible and visible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all these things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. Like, do we really live our life like that's true? That all of everything has been created for him. And do we give him honor in all these things? Do we glorify him in all these things? Do we say like, Lord, this earthly kingdom does not mean a hill of beans to me. Like I am available for you, however you want. I want to glorify you. I want to pay tribute to you. I want to serve you. I want to be your ambassador, you know, um, because I love you and I'm thankful for what you've done for me. And I want to glorify you. You are worthy. You're holy. You're full of honor. Um, and we, do we treat him like that? And do we live our life like that? And do we tell others about him like that? We, do we make him small and like, God loves you no matter what, everything's okay. And, you know, he wants to be your friend and just wants you to be happy no matter what. And you're not really telling the whole truth. I mean, God's a big God um, and, and he is, he's holy and he deserves to be reverenced and glorified. And so I just want to challenge you guys as well as, you know, I'm being challenged as in every little decision that I make. Can I say, like, does this glorify God? Am I paying tribute to the king here? Um, can I live my life for the holy of holies um, and the way that he's called me to and not try to just make it palatable for my comfort and things that just seem to be, um, you know, more agreeable to what lifestyle I want or acceptance or things like that? You know, am I willing to live full on out for the Lord to glorify him and say, you know what, here am I, send me. You are full of 
full of glory. You have all these weird looking angels, <laughs> you know, worshiping you. Like, whatever. That's going to be really weird to see later, you know, because our human minds do not understand it. Um, but the fact that, like, we're reading these verses and we're seeing these creatures we don't even understand. And the four and twenty elders who are throwing their crowns down uh, before his throne, worshiping him. You know, these are the things we don't really even think about because we're just so wrapped up in our little bubble world about God loves me and you and, you know, let's build our earthly kingdom. This is cool. Just want to be happy. And we just lose sight of how big he is. And I keep talking about it because I don't even know how to word how big and holy and worthy and full of honor and, and glory that, you know, our king is. Um I, I wish, I wish I could understand more. I wish I could see his glory. Um, I wish I could convey to you, you know, just how big I at least a little maybe understand him to be in, you know, my words fall short. Um, but I'm excited to serve the living God, the King of Kings, um, that he allows me to have a, a right relationship with me. He does love me um, and that I can live for him and he empowers me to do so by his spirit. And so um, I just encourage you to also focus on those things as well. I am going to link um, to the Spain plant that they're going to do, the church that they're looking to plant. I'm going to pr try to pronounce this. Iglesia Bautista uh, de Sevilla. Um, so that is kind of, if you could make sense of my pronunciation, the church they're going to plant in Spain. I will link their Facebook and uh, their Instagram account, as well as there's a form where you can go and fill out your information to be a part of their um, prayer letters, updates, and things like that. And if you want to donate to them, like donate money to them for their Spain plant and the work that God has called them to do. Like they weren't even going to ask for money. Um, that was not their plan. Their plan has been to go there and get jobs and do all this stuff. But um, God has different plans. And so um, there is a way to support them. So if you're interested in donating money to them, um, reach out to me and I can get you some information. Or if you want to go to uh, their Facebook or Instagram pages um, that I'll link in the show notes to reach out to them personally to find out how to donate to them um, and just be a part of the fruit that God is going to be doing through them and has already done. I mean, I, I love these people so much. They are just some of the neatest people I've met. And I, I miss them already and I'm just really excited about what God's doing in their lives. So I am now going to be talking about these songs I'm going to add to the uh, podcast Spotify playlist and they're all about glory. Okay. So the first one is called Glory, Glory by David Crowder. And it says, as long as I'm alive, there's going to be praising. As long as I'm alive, there's going to be shouting. One thing that I know deep down in my soul, as long as I'm alive, I'm going to sing. I'm singing hallelujah. God is able. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing hallelujah. God is able. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm going to sing. And then the next one is Glorify by Jordan Felice. So let your glory be heard until it covers the earth. Don't want to wait for the rocks to shout. 
we got a reason to praise. This is the song of the saved. No, we ain't going to turn it down. Every day we got a reason because church ain't only on the weekend. Yeah, I get that kind of feeling. All I want to do, all we want to do is glorify your name. We came to glorify your name. So I will link to the podcast Spotify playlist in the show notes as well as the uh, Spain church plant information. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. <laughs>